Yeah, and you never know when you're going to come to a three-up sprint out of a breakaway. And if you haven't been doing this stuff, you might as well just sit up and watch from behind. <laughs> Sad but true. Sad but true. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Knowledge Podcast by Wahoo. I'm host Jeff Hubler. And I'm Dr. J. Today, we're going to talk about muscle fiber types and how your personal muscle fiber matrix may influence your rider type. For example, give it got, to me. <laughs> you got BMX riders. These guys go super fast, like being on a blender. <laughs> and then you, you got the pro, pro tour riders, you know, doing things over a long period of time. Or super fast twitch, non-oxidative versus primarily oxidative slow twitch. We're going to dig into it, so don't worry. I can't wait. Because what we're basically saying here is that your fiber type can actually influence your rider type. It certainly can. And, you know, depending on what you want to be doing. So, for instance, if you want to be a true sprinter, but you weren't born with all those fast twitch fibers, you might be wasting your time. It's true. You can improve. You can improve. Yeah. But are you going to be on the podium? Right. A right. leopard cannot change its stripes. Why? Oh, why? Leopards don't have stripes. There you go, folks. And that's the end. Thank <laughs> you for listening. Well, let's actually get, though, to the, what we'll say, meat of the matter, which is our skeletal muscles. Yep. So we can subdivide a singular skeletal muscle into a fascicle. And those fascicles can be subdivided into muscle fibers. Hold which, up. Hold oh, up. yeah. Tell us what a fascicle is. It is a bundle. A bundle. Yep. Okay. You and got a bundle of muscles. Got it. Carry exactly. on. Exactly. So you can think of the big unit of the muscle itself, and we're taking it to the smaller unit of the fibers. Right. And talking about how the different types differ. So there's thousands of these muscle fibers within a skeletal muscle, and they are made up of a mixture of fiber types. Typically, it's about 50% of the slower twitch or oxidative, which we'll get to, and then the fast twitch are divided into a couple different categories that take the remaining 50%. Now, that's just a generalization. Right. Because individuals will have different percentages. I can say, Jeff, that I am probably 99% of the slow twitch. If you ask me to sprint, there's very little difference <laughs> <laughs> in that speed versus me on a fast walk. But you can go for a long time. Thank you. In high school, when I was playing American soccer, let me just tell you, I was on the field because I could be there the entire game. <laughs> <laughs> so... That's, that's the truth of the matter. Another tip or fun fact I'd like to give us is that, interestingly, individuals have about the same percentage upper body and lower body. That so, is interesting. Isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. So let's, let's talk a little more specifically about these fiber types. And, and we're going to break this into essentially three categories. Mm -hmm. And we're going to start with type 1 fibers or slow oxidative. And these fibers are slower to contract and produce less tension than the type 2 fibers. They are very fatigue resistant and don't demand a great deal of energy. These type 1 fibers are excellent for supporting posture, stabilizing joints, keeping you going for long periods of time with low intensity. And these type 1 fibers are always active, and they will continue to fire 
even when you lift something heavy or try to move up in speed, right? So if you try to go faster, these these type ones are still engaged. And they're, they're, you can think of them as kind of like this steady state or diesel type of rider. So when we talk about rider type, these are the people that can go close to their, not close to their max, but really high, close to their, their FTP for a long period of time. They, can, they seem like they never fatigue. But if a surge comes look out they're like getting dropped so um that's type one let's talk about type two type two is moving into the faster twitch or a fast oxidative type of motor unit this is in between it's an intermediate fiber and these are type 2a correct 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 so type 2 a is the intermediate they can produce a higher amount of tension than the type one and you can actually improve this with a bit of training so working on that above threshold will help train these fibers they still have a large amount of mitochondria so that's the oxidative component and they're going to therefore be able to be utilized for long periods of time but they will not be activated until after the type one. So that's another interesting thing. Even if you are taking off on a sprint, the first fibers that are going to be activated is first type one, then we go to type 2A, and then then type type 2B. In terms of rider type, we're talking about an all-rounder here. Somebody that can basically maintain this aerobic capacity for a long period of time, but still give you some burst of energy. Yeah, they might not be the best sprinter, but they can sprint, and they can climb, they can do a little everything. And and as we, we get down the road here, we'll talk about how to train these things, but these these type 2A fibers are highly trainable to act as type 1 and type 2. Exactly, which is why they're in this intermediate category. Right. So moving on, and now we're going to talk about type 2B fibers, sometimes called type 2X, and these are fast glycolytic. These fibers contract the fastest and can produce the greatest amount of tension. They are used to produce the fastest and highest force concentrations, but they can't sustain these contractions for very long, right? This is one reason you can't run the same speed for a 5K as you can for 100 meters, and you can't hold a max sprint for more than several seconds. So this is where, like when we talked in the beginning about a BMX rider or a track sprinter, these people are type to be full gas, like it just lights up. Or, you know, if you're thinking track and field, this is Usain Bolt right here. This is not your marathoner. No, no, no. And this is what I have 0% of. I think you're being a little modest. But, but no, it's, yeah. it's, it is true. But what I went to earlier also was those ratios and the 50% type 1 and then 50% of the mix of type 2s. Individuals like BMX riders or Usain Bolt will shift that percentage. They may be 60% of the type 2 right? and then have a higher percent of these type 2B or 2X. This is why we say sprinters are born. Exactly. So let's talk a little bit why this might matter to us as riders. It matters because it is great to be aware of your strengths mm-hmm. and know how to train your weaknesses. And to be honest with yourself and accepting about what the genetic outlay you have and 
be happy with it. And then you may actually want to put more of your attention into some of those strength areas. Right. There's probably a hundred different scenarios where this might play out because, you know, we don't necessarily always do what we're best at because we, we may like something else, right? So even though, say for instance, I might be a really good BMX sprinter, that's not my game, right? I want to be a road racer. And even though that's probably not where I'm going to excel, it's what I have the most access to. So understanding where my strengths and limitations are and being aware of different breaks that go up the road and different scenarios, that's where these things are going to come into play. Also, maybe the thing that you really, really like is the thing that you're not great at. Yeah, totally been that, cool. Been that way my whole life. <laughs> totally, totally cool. Then what I say to all the people I train, yeah, enjoy it. it and if, if you're not smiling, then is it worth it? Interestingly, most of my career been kind of a, a sprinter type. Okay in a sprint, but now in the last several years, I've migrated to these really long endurance races. And, um, you know, with the, a the, lot of success, I might well, add. Yeah, it's it's easier to go that way. So that's another thing that sometimes their coaches say, I can make anybody slow. So um, what we really want to do is train those those type one fibers and and have them express them. But Interestingly, in these long endurance races, the fine the things that I've found uh, I'm really good at is like sh- short surges and being able to handle several of those throughout the course of a nine ten hour race. All right, and the ability to recover and ability quickly to recover. between them. Right, that's right. super cool. Now let's just one more thing about the training before we go into some application is that you can increase the power generation from the slow twitch and you can improve the fatigue resistance of the fast twitch. So these fibers are going to have the same genetic characteristics that make them what they are, but they can improve to be more like the other types. Right. You know, we'll as we get into a little more on the application, we'll talk about how to do this, but by increasing the goal with uh, slow twitch fibers is to be able to increase the force production that they can handle Mm -hmm. before they have to recruit type 2 fibers right right? exactly and then on the type 2 fibers being able to be more oxidative before we have to pull in additional type 2 B's there we go or kind of turn off and just go to yeah, the primarily to completely type one. fatigue out so right. increasing the um the time to fatigue so let's talk about how we would train these type of fibers okay you want to start with the slow yeah let's start with the slow so again slow switch or type one fibers these these fibers um already contract slowly, but to make them more effective, like we just said a moment ago, we're going to train them a little bit more like type 2. And the goal here is to increase the amount of force production that type 1 fibers can handle, just like we said. Mm -hmm. And the way to do that is to start, well, one is to add strength training. Absolutely. Uh, Not necessarily maximal loads Mm -hmm. and extended sets. So increasing the amount of force production type 1 fibers can handle before having to recruit the type 2s. Exactly. And that will differ from how we want to train the fast twitch type 2A, which if you want to train the fast 
twitch type 2a, we're going to talk about doing extended high cadence or sprinting sets, looking for increasing the endurance at a higher power output. And this can also be sprints into holds or cadence builds into holds. So you're basically just going to be extending the higher intensity efforts. And repeated efforts, right? Yes, repeated. Yeah. And then seeing if you can improve or reduce the amount of time of recovery before you go into another. Fast twitch type 2B, these are the like full gas, high octane fibers mm-hmm. that take the most force to trigger, right? So we want to be able to, we, to train these guys, we want to be doing cadence drills. And obviously you don't want to just jump in and start doing these. You got to work your way into it, but maximizing that cadence, maximizing the the, the speed at which these muscles and muscle fibers contract. Also, sprints and strength training. So the idea here is to maximize the amount of torque and maximize the, the speed at which you contract. So with strength training, you're looking at you know explosive moves, i.e. jumps, mm-hmm. um, just as fast as you can. Loaded strength with lower reps and higher weight, again working your way up to it, but with what you can handle, but heavier weights. And it takes time. You know, I just, I want to, because we're talking about strength, um, you don't want to just jump into it. It takes time to prepare the tissue to be able to handle these, these moves. So if you're going to start adding jumps or heavy weighted moves, you want to take your time because tendon prep takes several weeks. So don't just jump into it literally literally (laughs) (laughs) but anyway the idea is you want maximal efforts they're really short and we want to fire as fast as we can I would just like to give a little personal story about this so I'm very close to being 50 years old and when I turned 40 and started to realize my potential in terms of endurance and not sprinting I actually started doing high intensity training Mm -hmm. at 40. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Seems like there's no better time. Right. So one, it's never too late. I did have to do this very gradually with respect to, I wanted to work on plyometrics. So started with the very smallest of boxes that Mm -hmm. I was jumping onto and slowly increased. But my point is just this, that while genetically I'm not predisposed to this, even at a later age, it's still possible to improve. Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. And you know, just as we're saying that, uh, one of the things that comes to mind is that one of the easiest ways into this is a jump rope, right? Yes. (laughs) Low amplitude and you know, we're, we're bouncing and and that's the type of explosive movement that we're talking about. Yep. Super cool. So get out and buy a jump rope. So with that, we're going to just refresh our memories on the three things that we'd love for you to take away from this episode, which is that One, while you can't change your fiber types, you can train them to act more similar to the others. Absolutely. Incorporating diversity on your bike workouts, adding strength training, those things are going to help your nervous system coordinate firing patterns and enhance that fiber type expression. And with those strength training sessions, adding drills and sprints will help you become a more well-rounded writer. So even if you have a specialty, then don't leave out the other components because it will likely improve that specialty 
even more. Yeah, and you never know when you're going to come to a three-up sprint out of a breakaway. And if you haven't been doing this stuff, you <laughs> might as well just sit up and watch from behind. <laughs> Sad but true. Sad but true. Well, that's it for another episode. Please do not be offended to hear the words, you're just not my type. <laughs> Take it as a compliment. You have your own f- unique fiber type ratios that someone will love. And you will get that benefit during your rides. Thanks for listening to the Knowledge Podcast by Wahoo.